Welcome to the Sober Podcast, part of the Soberverse created by the team at the Sober Network. The Sober Network has engaged in revolutionizing the treatment industry by creating its own token economy. We offer fresh ideas to an industry that has relied on dated interventions. We are responsive to a new generation of substance users who are attached to their phones so we can impact massive social change. Our unmatched technology displays solutions of our various brands, demonstrating a thorough understanding of how we get things done. We are proving that technology, along with incentivized human accountability, provides measurable and positive outcomes. Visit us at SoberNetwork.com. Welcome to the Sober Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Brickhouse, and we have Alexandra Talbot, but we're going to call her Alex. Um, She is our guest, Sober Liberty. She's Canadian um, and a recovery warrior and advocate, certified health and lifestyle coach, competitive bodybuilder. Oh, we've got so much to talk about. Um, She's also the head coach and founder of Sober Active Canada, a nonprofit recovery-based community, infamous emphasis on the unity, providing a judgment-free zone open to all aids, all ways, any addiction, any pathway to and any stage of recovery. Alex has agreed to be our first guest to kick off our holiday theme for the remainder of this year and has joined us to discuss how she survives this season, not only sober, but it's able to maintain health and fitness habits. Oh yeah, I want to know about that because I didn't miss, I missed my run today. Anyway, thanks for joining us on the Sober Podcast, Alex. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I think um, these outlets and platforms and sharing your platform uh, with me is so important, right? The opposite of addiction, absolutely being um, connection and being able to share some of my experience, strength and hope and, um, you know, carrying that message of uh, health, hope and healing. I love it. Please tell our listeners how many holiday seasons you've survived sober versus how many you survived uh, maintaining healthy practices. Um, so, so sober um, in recovery, I, I guess I always have trouble doing the math. I'm not a mathematician. I was telling you my backgrounds in communications. Um, yeah. So I'm actually five and a half years clean and sober. So I guess this would be my sixth Right. My, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I see. I six can't do that. Six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, in your own words, what does staying healthy and fit mean to you? 
Um, so how I approach one thing is how I approach everything today. You know, for me, um, recovery is a lifestyle, my life, my style. I wear it loud and proud um, <laughs> every chance I can get. And, you know, um, again, going back to that, how I approach one thing is how I approach everything today. Um, recovery is a transformative process. Yeah. You know, uh, when I came into this, you know, when I went into the rooms of recovery and, and I do uh, work a 12 step program, but, uh, you know, for me, recovery is absolutely a transformative process. It's not what program you're working or which one you're not. I couldn't care less, but it's really, you know, when I walked into the rooms of recovery on April 22nd, 2017, I did not know, you know, I thought I was just going there to put the plug in the jug and, um, right. stop picking up using, you know, I did not know the um, self-discovery journey it would lead me on, the healing journey it would lead me on, um, the transformative process it would lead me on, you know, that that re- uncovering, discovering, and recovering myself on the daily. I had started using and boozing at the age of 10. I won't get into my drunk-a-log or drug-a-log. Yeah. I think, you know, most people watching this have been there or are there, you know, I'm not going to get into that. But um what was your, but what was, what would brought you to recovery? Let's get into that. What so, was the. So, okay. So I, I really did have what we call that, that spiritual awakening. You know, when they say, when they say, um, you know, we find ourselves in recovery. I always say, how can you find something you never lost? Having to start <laughs> using and boozing at such a young age, you know, yeah. over the span of 28 years. Um, I cannot tell you why April 22nd, 2017, out of that day of all days after a 28 year run, why that was the day I could just tell you there was definitely a power greater than myself in my room that day with me. As I lay there trying to go to sleep, tweaking, like rushing like a banshee, mm-hmm. you know, but um but just something finally came over me. You know, I, I, I'm a single mother. Um, my daughter was going to be 10 years old uh, that August um, in lead up to. Um, I, I just couldn't. You know, when we say that that utter defeat, I was completely defeated. You know, right, the, and right. there, there were so many rock bottoms and wake up calls in that last in that last year, that last critical year. Um, right up to, you know, the weekend before April 22nd, 2017, um, my dealers weren't even coming to my house anymore. You know, when, when your dealers have cause for concern for you, you have a fucking problem. Yes. You know, um, they wouldn't come to my house anymore. They wouldn't, um, they were telling me to get off the streets. Uh So, you know, in one final act of desperation before the week I had got the gift of desperation, I had gone across town, you know, and, and picked up off of somebody I had no idea who he was, nor did I know what I put up my nose that day. But after 28 years, I can definitely tell you it was not cocaine. And, um, you know, I thought the only way to get down from that high was to take my own life. Um, mm-hmm. Greater powers that be, there's always been a higher power with me. I've come to realize that today, you know, Um for me to be here to live to tail the tail, you know, so that that was that was my bottom. Final, that was the too. final fucking bottom for me, you know, you can't get any, you know, but so much near homelessness with my daughter. Meanwhile, you know, I, I'm working for high ranking public service employees by day. Like I looked, I thought I looked so good on paper. I yeah. thought the only person I was lying to in the end was my very self because everybody around me knew it, you know. 
So I always say over that span of 28 years, I was slowly and silently killing and ruining myself on every level. And I mean, from mental, physical, social, um, you know, uh, spiritual and and right down to financial and professional. And as much as I thought I was leading a dual life for so long at one point, you know, and when I go into the step one now, it's not just around the um, powerlessness and, and loss of control of self and the unmanageability of my life. Mm-hmm. But I completely lost my mind. I had no more power of choice, you know, every thought. Um, cocaine and whiskey consumed my every thought. So I consumed them. There was no more, you know, when we say that creation of insanity, right? Um, it's pretty insane to create your own misery, ruin, and demise. And that's exactly what I did, you know, and yeah. as much as like that, that disease of, of perception that we have, you know, I was, I was up here. I was, you know, that ego problem. Um, I was up here. Everybody was below me. Everything was beneath me. Um, there was no way I was like the rest of you guys. Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, you know, I'm committing white collar white collar crime and fraud and using taxpayer funds to fund my habits by the end. Absolutely nothing to show for this great salary that I had been making from a very young age, you know, power hungry. I always had this level of success, academic success, getting my university degree, you know, at the age of 20, because I went to university at the age of 17. I was always able to live this dual life until I don't know at until what you point couldn't, right? that dual life became like Uh, my no more judgment no more morals no more values no more no more nothing and really like when it doesn't the thought doesn't even cross your mind you know when when there's no more thought given to consequences of your actions yeah that is pretty fucking scary thing especially as a single mother you know not only putting my life in danger but my daughter's very life in danger um the shit she had to endure and and bear witness to no child should have to you know so those were all things so just in after 20 i was fucking done <laughs> like <laughs> and and really like in my room that day you know so so one the life that um the life that i had been living up until that point um no longer served a purpose how could i keep living like that i could not i was finally freaking done yeah um i was done i was i was haggard i was tired i was sick and tired you know sick and tired sick and tired, sick and right. tired but also sick and tired of my own bullshit like this is me creating this insanity this life this you know and plus she was going to be 10 um, in, in two months time at that point. And, um, you know, I had lived in the full throes of active addiction, her first 10 years of life. And who the fuck am I to tell her any different? Sorry, I swear a lot. Please tell me, you know, oh, if, if it's okay. okay. I think our, I think our listeners are, are, are okay. Awesome. They, it's it's not a all, PG, so. PG show and, <laughs> and, and, and children. I'm, I'm sorry if there's any children watching. Um, but you know, she, uh, who am I to tell her anything differently? I've been living that way, leading this type of lifestyle since I was that age. It's time for you to step up to the plate and be a parent, be a mother. It's time for you to lead by example. It's time for, you know, you're not a effing parent right now. (laughs) Right. 
you're deplorable actually you know um so so that was really um you know the that woman the that yeah, the woman. But listen, that we're going to take a. We're going to be right back. I just have to. Okay. We have to pause for a minute because this is a great time to stop and say thanks to our sponsor, Stephanie Weiss. Um, she's a certified health and recovery coach based locally in Connecticut and offering virtual services nationwide. If you would like more information, please reach out to info at sobernetwork.com. That's I N F O at S O B E R. N-E-T-W-O-R-K dot com. Now let's get back to Alex Talbot. Um, and uh wanted to focus on staying fit, healthy, and sober for the holidays. Okay. And you know, the holidays are a rough time for many. Do you have tips for maintaining a well a well-rounded routine for our listeners? Well, I guess, you know, like I was saying um, in, in that little brief share um, of my backstory a bit, you know, recovery being a transformative process, it's absolutely, you know, as a transformative process, it's um, restoring ourselves or coming back to a um, balanced, harmonious, aligned state of self, right? Right. So, um, you know, if you're looking at it and taking that approach and, you know, recovery doesn't take holidays, but recovery also teaches us um, balance. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, a few things for me, um, really on the terms of the recovery and your sobriety side and keeping that on lock during the holidays, again, you know, it not taking holidays and not to derail or, or go off kilter, uh, during the holiday season, because we know it could be a stressful time for everyone. You know, if we come back to, to it being teaching us balance, you know, we don't need to, um, we don't need to overindulge. We don't need to overdo it. We don't need to, funny enough, right? As, as recovering addicts and alcoholics. <laughs> to say uh, don't overindulge you know, or overdo the, it. The, the disease of illusion and everything in excess, right? Yes. And, um, you know, more, 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 never enough. One too many <laughs> for Alex 5,000, never enough, you know, but yep. coming back to that grounded, aligned state of self, you know, setting boundaries, particularly on ourselves you know, to stay within our integrity and, and self-discipline and, um, I have a hard time myself doing that. So it's, that's nice that it's funny that I'm saying this. So right now I'm reflecting on, on myself, sure. setting myself some boundaries, but you know, um, I think and for how me, you're sometimes gonna... when I, when I give advice to someone, I often, I, I give the advice that I'm often not taking, but then when I speak it to someone else, I start taking it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so putting boundaries on our very selves, you know, and trying to stick to our game plan or stick to our routine as best as we can. I know for me, you know, if, as soon as I don't stick to routine um, and routine completely different than schedule, but like, as soon as I don't stick to routine. So my words to live by um, when I came into recovery, I had read John C. Maxwell's quote, you know, change something you do daily, change your life, your success lies in your daily routine. Mm -hmm. As soon as I deviate from my daily routine, I, I, I see myself going off kilter, you know, if I don't start like clockwork in the morning with my conscious contact and going into prayer and meditation and doing my journaling, you know, as soon as I don't do that, my, the tone, the tone for the rest of my 24 is runs them up, you know, like it's not, 
that that mindsetting and stuff, right? So trying as best as we can to stick to a routine and our healthy choices and wise decisions for ourselves. And I think the most important thing, and this is something really, you know, I, I've learned in recovery and my mm-hmm. service work, and because I really wasn't a compassionate, I, I was so self-absorbed and self-centered in active addiction over the span of 28 years. Yeah. Um, I didn't care enough about myself. I didn't care about anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, right. But coming into recovery, you know, um, giving is absolutely the reason for living, you know, giving of ourselves selflessly is the essence of life. Yeah. Um, so if we keep that, you know, giving without expectation during the holiday season. So, you know, I love um, that giving without expectation for the holiday, yeah, season, which, giving is, without, which, is, which could be year round, but especially in the holiday season. That's yeah. Great. Um, and it actually, when you're helping others, it's actually stimulating endorphins and it's giving us that, that, that feeling of fulfillment and, and gratification, you know, it's so gratifying to help somebody else. So, you know, but it's also making a connection on a spiritual level with people rather than a materialistic level. Right. So that's actually decreasing, you know, our feelings the pressure around, am I spending enough? Am I giving enough? Am I enough? Right? Like yeah. those things during the holiday seasons, right? The holiday season, especially, right? Um, so I, I like to put that one into play, especially during the holiday season and being more cognizant of your servant work and giving of yourself selflessly. Those are great, great tips. And um, one last question, um, of the of the episode and this is one we ask all of our guests um what is the most difficult struggle you've been through um in sobriety and how did you get through it how did you overcome it okay um so it's funny that you asked that because i'm just coming out of a recognizing that i am a um you know, I have, I was a high functioning alcoholic and addict. I, I might as well be, a, you know, have high functioning depression and anxiety where I, uh-huh. I am an overachiever, a workaholic, um, you know, replacing all those being addicted to do, do, do today, but especially to, um, to being of service to everybody else except myself. Uh, um, mm-hmm. like you were saying, right. You were just saying, you know, I'm good at giving the advice and, you know, we can give all the guidance and advice and tools and stuff I want to my sponsees or to my clients or, you know, to, to my viewers and stuff. But when it comes to applying them and practicing them within my own life, you know, I, I kind of do a poor job. So it's really being recognizant of the fact of, um, being, uh, you know, being of service to myself first and foremost, so I could be of service to others. So yeah. really, um, taking my, but you know, I've been, I've been so two, two very um, deep uh, uh, depressive episodes um, in my five and a half years of recovery. They seem to come at two year intervals, mm-hmm. um, but that's when I, you know, I, I, I strip away the meat. I go back to basics, um, start working around a formal steps again. Um, you know. Um, really focusing on my own mental, physical, and spiritual health, setting boundaries right. on myself, um, which comes very hard for me to do. Most recently, taking a huge step back, um, actually going on medical uh, leave of absence from work for one and a half months. Yeah. Um, just went back today after one and a half months to a new job. 
um, but a new job that's going to allow me to find that work-life balance again, because I have no idea what work-life balance is. Um, and, and, you know, just, just taking a step back and pausing, resetting, refocusing, regrouping, mm-hmm. um, and particularly refocusing on me and my mental health and, and physical and spiritual health, you know? Yeah. So it sounds like, um, you weren't, um, taking uh, uh, enough care of yourself and then you recognize that. And then exactly. Getting, and, getting to that point of burnout into action, right. By, by setting yeah. boundaries and yeah. Yeah. Uh, which was and what, and one example was you set the boundary by taking the medical leave of absence for some, right. Mm-hmm. And choosing myself first, you know, and I think it's very funny because no matter what, you know, I'm not immune, you know, I I got clean and sober. I'm not immune to life's injustices, unfairness, shitty fucking people. Let's get real. Um, um, The ebbs and flows and, and, you know, life, life still throws us um, um, curveballs and and shit storms from time to time. You know, I, I still, as, as you know, change is, Change is um, constant, right? Change is inevitable. Growth is optional and transformation is absolutely a conscious choice. Um, I still, you know, why do I still attract um, narcissistic, abusive people in my life? So I'm constantly, as I'm growing in my recovery and, and learning to choose myself and seeing areas, like like I said, right? uncovering, discovering, recovering myself on a daily mm-hmm. basis. It's ongoing. It's daily. God willing, this is going to be lifelong. But I'm always reevaluating because the further I evolve, the further I evolve, you know, the, the further evolution of my mind, body and soul, you know, um, also means, you know, to elevate, you got to eliminate. So again, going back to people, places and things, you know, and and, and and even though I'm five and a half years into recovery, yeah. it doesn't mean that you know, there's still so a lot of it recently was, you know, how did I, you know, let's let's get rid of this toxicity that's crept into my life in the last five and a half years. And whether that be, you know, toxic people right down from love interests to friends to employers and and bosses, you name it, you know, like I got to eliminate, to elevate. And and for me and what's, what's right for me and my healthy mind and healthy body and healthy soul. Fabulous. And that is a great place for us to end. Um, I could go on talking to you for the rest into the wee hours of the morning, Alex. Um, Thank you so much uh, for joining us today. And uh, and let's not forget, uh, listeners, um, Alex's uh, tips for the for the holidays, which is to uh, stick to routine and um, and uh, give without expectation. Where can our listeners find you, Alex, if they want to reach out? So, you know, you know, social media addiction is a real thing. So I Uh limit myself. I'm only I'm only active on Instagram. Um, You can find me over at Sober Active Canada or my personal handle is um, Alexi Talbot. So A-L-E-X-Y-T-A-L-B-O-T underscore healthy X-X-L. Fabulous. 
And to all of the listeners, thank you for our continued support. Visit us on www.soberpodcast.com and all places that you find your major podcasts. Uh, and also leave us a review. Sign up for our mailing list. I'm Jamie Brickhouse. You can find me on um, TikTok at Jamie underscore Brickhouse, where I tell a true story wearing high heels every day. I'm the author of Dangerous When Wet, a memoir of Boo, Sex, and My Mother. And uh, you can find out everything about me on jamiebrickhouse.com. Uh, That's my website. Thanks, everybody. Signing out from the Sober Podcast. And please tune in for another show next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Sober Podcast. We hope that you have found this episode helpful and look forward to you joining us next time. As we continue to grow and implement positive change, we hope that you'll share our podcast with your friends and loved ones. They can find us on all the major podcast directories. If you have an idea for the show, want to leave positive feedback, ideas, or comments, connect with us on thesoberpodcast.com. You can also reach us on our social media platform on The Soberverse. We'd love to hear from you. A special thanks to all those who make this show happen. Jamie Brickhouse, our host, Carrie, our producer, Carl Fessenden, our voice, and our sponsor, The Sober Network. Network.